You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, I'm quite excited to be here with one of our most promising upcoming young architects who actually won the Think Brick Student Prize at the University of Queensland. Welcome, Claire Black. Thank you for having me. Claire, just a little bit of, I guess, understanding for our listeners. You're in your third year? No, so I just finished my master's, so I have just graduated in October. So oh, wow. I am now in practice. So. You're in practice. Yes, no longer a student. Very exciting. <laughs> and just if I could ask you, why architecture? What what made you choose architecture? It was sort of funny. I've got a lot of friends who did architecture with me. Even when they were kids, they wanted to be architects. They did the Lego thing and they built houses. And they were so excited. Whereas I sort of got to two weeks before my university course entries had to get put in. <laughs> and I went, oh, my goodness, what am I going to pick? Because over the last sort of year 11 and 12, like a lot of students do, I'd gone through the stage, do I want to be a doctor? Do I want to be a journalist? Do I want to be something really exciting? I think architecture is very exciting as well. So I sort of got to that point where I had to really make a decision and nothing else would have fit me, I think. Okay. Because I really loved math. I really loved, you know, English and art. Like I wasn't specifically amazing at any of the three, but I was very much like an all-rounder student in high school mm-hmm. so I think I was sitting there going I couldn't put anything else architecture was the only thing I could really see myself doing in the long term and you know I'm really happy I chose it and I just would be curious around obviously just having graduated and having the experience of being at university mm. what how did that impress upon you was it what you expected architecture would be or any surprises I think The funny thing is, before I did architecture, everyone who was in the profession or I said, oh, I want to be an architect, looks really exciting, said, you know, oh, it's don't don't do architecture. Hours are bad and, you know, it's all uh, your designs never get put through. But I found that completely false. Okay. Which, you know, if I could talk to any year 11 or 12 student who was going to do architecture, I would tell them just ignore everyone else who's got this chip on their shoulder because I really enjoyed it. you know, worked in practice. This is my first year out. I did a year out between my bachelor's and master's mm-hmm. working in practice, and I've just enjoyed it like immensely. That's great. I, that's great advice for people wondering what to do for this career as mm-hmm. well. And Claire, you did um, your design, obviously one think brick competition. Could you talk to us a little bit about that and what it was like working on that design? Sure. So it was quite an interesting course. It was my final course in the degree. I'd done three years in the first degree, went off for a year, came back and did two years in master's. And the project was around the UQ Union Complex, which is a set of, I think it's five buildings on campus, which I'd been to every every day I was at university. (laughs) You'd go there to pick up food or hang out. And those buildings really fade into the background. You don't really notice them when you've been around them for know five plus years so the project got us to look at these buildings because they were actually set to be demolished at that point I'm not sure how it's going at this uh, time I think there's a lot more discussion going on there hopefully Mm -hmm. 
So we had these existing buildings and they were all brick. And when you first looked at them, they sort of seemed a little bit, not boring, but it was sort of rectangular brick buildings architecturally. You're sort of standing there going, I don't understand initially why they're really pushing to save these buildings. But then I did a semester, so it was with John Watson and John MacArthur, who uh, John's a UK lecturer, and Don is quite a well-known architect in Brisbane. And we really started diving into the history of these buildings. So one of them was the UQ, it was originally the Union Building, now it's the admin block. And it was like the first Union Building in Queensland. It was, in terms of university, really important. And also, not just that, but the original design, which had sort of been chipped away at over the years by various different people with different ambitions, mm-hmm. trying to remake or create something in this space, which, you know, it's uh, sort of debatable whether or not those later builders or architects really accomplished anything which the original didn't. But anyway, so this union building, it was incorporating a certain type of breeze block, which it was totally in- innovative at the time. And it was in this new university building. It was the first union building in Queensland. So it was really exciting. And we sort of looked, well, I looked at this project and went, well, I'm trying to redesign this university complex and bring it in so that contemporary students could use it. Because at this point, a lot of the people who were using the building had left and it was really underutilized. And there were just mass rooms in there that were just empty. So for my project, I really wanted to take material of brick, but use really contemporary methods and create something that was really quite interesting, like architecturally, on top of those foundations, which were interesting more historically and a little bit tectonically, but it was more so the history that was quite interesting. It was also quite a fascinating experience to be designing from the point of the student for other students, because at this um, point if you're at the university and you want to study you have two options you either go into a library which is completely air-conditioned but you're sitting in there and you know theoretically you think oh it's nice and cool it's comfortable the students will work doesn't really work like that in reality mm-hmm. you sit there you're getting the headache your you know <laughs> nose is burning your eyes are running because the aircon's blasting at you yes and it's not somewhere that you want to sit and work or study it's you know you can only be in there two three hours and you just want to get out but then on the other side is sort of even worse which is buildings meant to be air conditioned which don't have air conditioning in them and it's like sitting in an oven and it is you know again i would say worse than the air conditioning but still not a pleasant experience yeah exactly so uh for mine in particular i took one of the existing buildings and it had it was like a two-level building, and at the time it had been built, it was meant to have another two levels above it, mm-hmm. except due to political and financial issues at that time, they couldn't build the two levels above. So I took that as this opportunity to go, well, if I was going to design a space that I personally would like, love to sit at and work, what would that look like? What would that be? So I designed these sort of study nooks which sit on, if the floor plans are rectangle, they sit on the left and right sides. So in the centre of the space would be really sort of environmentally conditioned so you know weatherproofed so inside it's you have your computers you have air conditioning library you know as you'd expect the traditional study space library yes but then on the edges have them really more open to the external space 
And I brought brick in and sort of had uh, apertures in the brick and some punctures so that you could sit against it and feel the breeze come through. So you've got that ventilation going on without having to open a window. It's sort of always there. So you're enclosed, but you're not separated from outside. Yes, you're not exposed. Yeah, enclosed yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. And I think another thing about brick is, you know, when you're in this big mass brick building, you go up and you touch the wall and it's nice and cool, even in summer. And it's such a nice and tactile experience. But a lot of the brick buildings, when they get designed, you're sort of within the space, within plasterboard walls, separated mm. within the brick. Whereas mine, I wanted the person to really be directly against the brick. You know, you can't avoid this lovely textural experience next to you. So I think that's what really drove the project. It was this led from what would I want if I want to interact with, especially material, but also the environment. And then, Claire, was when you were designing with the brick, was there anything that surprised you about the design? I think it was quite interesting because I master planned because it was five buildings. Unfortunately, you can't design everything in mm-hmm. these projects when it's 10 weeks or so. But uh, every time I had a different design, I would say challenge, I tried to turn to brick first to see how I could incorporate that because brick was such a strong material in all of these buildings. And it was interesting that I never ran out of creativity or things I could do with the brick. So, for example, I had an awning going over this central space because the buildings are sort of around a central courtyard. And I had uh, little brick plinths that could tie the brick language back into this central court while it was a bit more open. Then I had the study nooks, which was the you know, student experience. And then I also had a sort of performance space which had brick as the structural element. So every time I had this challenge, it was, well, how can I do it with brick? And I never ran out of ideas or inspiration, even though they were using brick all the way back when these buildings were first put in, and I think it was sort of the 1960s. So, yeah, it was just interesting that you can be so creative with this one material. Yeah. And Claire, tell us what you're doing now, now that you're out of out of study. So I'm currently working in an architecture practice, which is base architecture, and we really focus on residential, the residential side of things. When I was in my year out, I went to Wilson Architects, which is a little bit more sort of larger scale like university buildings as well, which really was funny when it started influencing some of my design choices. But... As I say, at this point, I'm working in sort of residential architecture and really enjoying it and getting involved in all the different aspects of the project, which you don't necessarily get to experience when you're a student. No. What are you most excited about being a young architect? What are you most excited about for the future? Um, I would say that up until several years ago, when you start designing, let's say like a new building in uh, Queensland, the first sort of knee-jerk reaction is let's demolish what's ready on the site. Whereas what this project brought in was, well, let's actually have a look at what's existing. Maybe if the importance of it isn't the importance of it isn't immediately discernible. That doesn't mean it doesn't have something important to show or incorporate, especially into your new design. It shouldn't be seen as um something that will restrict you, this using something existing, but instead something that can bring an inspiration, really inspire and challenge your design. I love that. Oh, you're so impressive. Claire, you are a remarkable young lady and a fascinating talent for architecture. And thank you so much for joining us today. All right, um, rapid 
questions. Um, reading the news and newspaper or online? Online. Handwriting or typing? Typing. For sketching ideas and concepts, would you use a pencil, pen or an e-pen? It would have to be pen because I think all the stuff that you don't want to get rid of with pencil, you're stuck with it in pens. So you've got to start, you know, it really brings in the creative juices. <laughs> okay. Do you like to read books or listen to audio books? Read books. What's important to you, style or substance? Substance. Coffee or tea? Tea at this stage. <laughs> TV shows or movies? Movies. Antique or brand new? Antique. Call or text? Text. Travel back in time or into the future? I would say into the future. <laughs> exterior or interior? Exterior. Video games or board games? Video games. <laughs> Form or function? Function. Complex or simple with relation to design? complex. Claire, it's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking the time out to come and speak with us today. Thank you so much for having me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.